So fuck's sake. siblings who have quite a few resentments and we're here to share them with you. No one else is fucking doing it. I don't want, actually, you know what? Today I'm out. I've got a resentment against myself. I reckon everyone in that school is back in. Yeah. You don't need to put the effort into actually changing yourself <laughs> for the better. I cannot stand the man. That's the, the only time I've ever felt like a man. They're corrupt people. It's our 50th episode. And ah! <laughs> Yay. We made it, guys. And you're... <laughs> You're here. You're here with us. You made it to the 50th episode. If you're still here, you're still listening to us. Oh, you're still tuning holy in. Night. You're still tuning in. Congratulations. Where I'm I'm actually really surprised. Uh, some of you may have bowed out at episode 20, came back for the for the big 5-0. Uh, but we're here and you know, it took us a few weeks to get here. There has been trials and bloody tribulations. Last week we couldn't record because we got our schedules wrong and it was just a shit show. I was in Sydney. Then we've tried to record this about four times this week um, and I've had a nasty case of gastritis, uh, sexy gastritis, and I was in emergency. I went to a hospital um, and, you know, it was very dramatic. Uh, but, you know, it was nothing. Um, they gave me no answers as medical professionals don't really like to do and I was on my merry way with a bottle of Gaviscon, four packs of fucking uh, Mylanta and yeah, Bob's your uncle. Can you explain to the listeners what gastritis is? It's inflammation of the stomach. That's what yeah, it is. Severe. severe uh, stuff. And I can't eat, I haven't had a coffee today. Um, She's blind right now. Yeah, I'm, I'm got, feeling around. She's y- got a cane. Yeah, see, um, I don't know. I probably have mentioned, yeah, if I, if I don't drink coffee, I go blind. Uh, so I'm in withdrawal hell. Let's put it this way. But we're here. We made it. We're doing f- episode 5 It's just before Christmas. This is our Christmas gift for you. It's a Christmas episode. It's our happy birthday episode because we've been doing this for about a year. Yeah, we've we been s- doing this shit for a year. Because we started, We most people don't know this, we recorded a few episodes before we started releasing them. So oh, our first yeah. episode was in January, yeah. but we were recording before that. So yeah. we're just going to call it a year. Yeah, no, it is a year. Um, and look, it's been a, it's, it's been, uh, this year has gone up and down. Ben and my relationship has been put to the test. Yeah, take uh, it to the limit. I wouldn't say, I wouldn't recommend working with your sibling on creative projects. Um, well, I don't feel that way. I well, no, I'm a, no, I, I just mean, you know, if you've got, if you've got a rocky relationship, I wouldn't recommend it. I mean, we're still going strong, but it's, there's been a lot. And, uh, you know, I'm proud of us for being here for a year, Ben. Yeah, we really we've we've put in the hard yards. We've really done it. Yeah, um, but we are taking four weeks off um, just to, you know, I think we've touched about on it on the pod is that I, well, obviously Ben and I are both introverts. Um, but Ben gets a lot of Ben feels um, gets more energy from doing the pod, and I get quite drained. And as we as we know, we both have mental health issues, and sometimes. Um, having the obligate not obligation I love doing this but having that thing with work and with everything else it it kind of gets a bit stressful sometimes so we're just taking four weeks to regain our strength have some time with each other that isn't the pod because we've basically just been seeing each other when we're doing the pod so all of our relationships been on air which was the plan but um we need to you know we need to take stock of our lives yeah and we need to I think we also just need to reflect because we want to we want to improve and we want to come back bigger and better. Yeah, we're bigger and better next year. Um, but before we get into the crowd's resentments, I've got a resentment against you and dad from last episode. So I listened, which was a very weird experience because usually I listen back to the podcast with you and I um, to get content and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, I actually enjoy listening back. I don't know if that's narcissistic. But um, And I listened with you and dad and it was, it was kind of weird. It was like an extra excitement having to listen to the episode and me not being on it and not knowing what unfolded. But something that stood out, it was a great app, something that stood out was I wanted to 
to just put something straight with the listeners with this whole uh, what you and Dad were talking about um, your resentment towards restaurants that don't make changes and that it should be it should be easy for them to make changes. Oh, here we go. With this yeah, and I just want to say, and this is kind of on theme because it's a resentment against you know, quote unquote us, but it's you and Dad. I just want to explain why that isn't why restaurants get annoyed with that and why they don't do it. Yeah. Okay? What? What? Tell us the, the perspective All right, of the so precious. So can you picture me this? There's 50, let's just say 50 customers. No, let's say just for 80 customers. Now, when you, I just want to tell you what happens in a, you know, this is a very general what's behind in a kitchen, in a restaurant. So you get a bit of a thing. But you can imagine making meals for a lot of people is difficult. It's, it, it, it there needs, there's a, there's a, um, there's a strong system it's a very immaculate... I'm using all very wrong adjectives here. There's a very... There's a specific... That's the right one. Specific... Um, that I don't think that's even an adjective. There's <laughs> a specific, specific system. And it, this, they, they, there is a specific system for a reason. And that reason is, is so that those orders can cu- come out fast. Okay? Hot and fast. And that system is... There's containers of ingredients... On, the, on their little tables or whatever you call it. And they're all set up so that when a meal comes, when, when something's set up to so say you're frying the steak, you put the bloody chimichurri sauce on, there's a chimichurri this and there's chimichurri that. And there's all this, there's about, you know, three or four people in the kitchen and they've all got a job and they've all doing different things. So one might, might person might be frying up the bacon, one might person might be doing the eggs and one person is doing the toast and blah, 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 blah. So when a change comes in, that fucks up the system. And if it's a small change like no bacon, no worries, no bacon. But when this starts fucking shit up, it, the system, can you imagine having like five orders and it's like two eggs and bacon, two eggs and bacon, you know, um, eggs and tomato. That's very easy. But as soon as there's all of these different changes, it fucks up. And do you know what happens when that happens? Is things cut, start coming out slower because the system has been broken. So then the customers complain that it's slower. So when, there's a, when you go to a place and it's fast service, where if every single person makes a change with things that aren't in that, in that, on that table ready to go out, so it's, you know, say if you roast tomato, they want a capsicum instead, all that stuff's in the fridge. If every single person does that, the whole system's fucked. Everything comes out slower. So that's another reason. Another, and another reason is that kitchens only have, usually only have what they're going to be serving during the day. They don't have just random ingredients flying around. Does that, does that clear it up for you? Yeah, it does, but I still don't care. Because every, every job they have to do, you have to individualize things and it's getting more and more in every industry and the hospitality industry is the only one that has a fucking cry about it. And they got to grow up and move on. They don't have a cry about it. It's just there's limits. There's only there's limits to what you can change. Yeah, well, you know what? I cry me a river, mate. I don't believe it. All right. Um, well, we'll leave that. We'll leave that dog lie, uh, and we'll move on then. If you don't have anything to say, but I just want to clear that up. I'm sure my hospitality people out there listening would agree with me. Yeah, I'm just sick of hearing about. Okay. <laughs> so resentful about I just fucking hate them okay I just it's always right. something with them oh, are they not, ever just like no do like, you know why oh I like my job it was no, a good day no do you know why do you know why you feel this way is because you've had me complaining about stuff behind the scenes and so now you're tired of hearing about it if it wasn't for me I don't think you would have heard as much as you did no it's the whole fucking it's how early they pack up it's just they're, they're out to lunch okay. their whole thing is out to lunch they don't because they don't want to be there that's the thing that's the basic thing. They don't want to be there. No, we don't. And they let it, <laughs> and they let it show. And it's like, I'm sorry. I understand that well, you, good you hosp- want to be in music theatre, but you got to do this. No, lawyer. but we, yeah, okay, I get that, and that's true. But you know, it's because it's young people. We're overworked. We've got uni to do. We're forced to work while we have a uni oh, you're thing. Forced to work. All oh. right. Well, whatever. I'm. Let's just get to the resentments. What's going on? Tell me. We got a lot of resentments, people. Thank you for. Thank you so much for sending them in. Um, yeah, and we're gonna we're gonna go. Resume. We're gonna there's gonna be a lot of defending. Let's start with Tori, the number oh, Tori. one. It's fitting to start with the number one listener. Of hey all Tori, time. he's really come through ahead of Sarah as number one listener because she was number one listener for a while. Then we had Bree, and Tori's really just taken the cake by coming in every week with a new resentment. 
Well, Sarah's fallen off in a number of fronts, and you <laughs> might you might hear about that later. Um, but anyway, he says, "Hi, Naomi and Ben. I resent Naomi's dislike for thongs." That is un-Australian and everyone is entitled to an opinion. <laughs> I love that. Okay. I don't know why that... All right. Do, I, do we reply? But, but not against thongs or Vegemite. Shame on you. Okay. What do you have to say? Um, I, I don't really understand that everyone has a right to an opinion. Does that mean that because they, they're wearing thongs, like I shouldn't be resentful towards them because everyone has a right to an opinion? Or, does he, or is he saying, well, I have a, he has a right to an opinion? I don't know. Okay, well, look, I know that my resentment towards thongs is um, it's controversial, uh, but it's something that I feel deep within my heart and I can't – I'm not going to back away from it, Tori. I'm sorry. Look, I used to wear thongs a lot, too much, too much. I was a bogan. This is coming from a place of resurrection, not resurrection – I don't know. Transformation. Thoughts are really not coming through today. (laughs) It's transformation, okay? I do not... uh, There's something dirty about thongs. I don't know why and I'm sorry, but I'm not going to come back on that. Um, I do like Vegemite, not by itself, only with avocado. That's it from me. Fair enough. And I do want to say, Tori, like you can can be Australian and not like everything Australian because you have to admit that there's some things that Australians have done that are not good like uh there's a stolen generation mm, genocide um there's there's uh the way we've treated asylum seekers and, oh, and there's God. thongs yeah so, so yeah it's in the same realm so <laughs> it's in it's completely fits in in size and scale you know we've made some mistakes we've got a we've got a dark history and and thongs is one of those things so um so that's his first resentment we don't agree with you but we'll accept it we'll take it on board I uh, He says, I also resent the email deletion on episode 48, which I resent, and then it wasn't read, but one of the resentments were mentioned as an original idea. Oh. I mean, there's nothing we can do about that. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I, don't re- I don't remember that one. I don't recall. I mean, that's just a technical thing. Yeah. And uh, But I can see why he's annoyed. That would annoy me. He says, oh, fuck. He said, not really you guys are great. Keep it up. And the only real resentment against you two is if you do the season bullshit. It's oh. already too noticeable when you cause two eps on one day. Oh, uh, that really that re- that really stings my heart. That one. I don't even think that's true. No, but that stings. I don't my think heart. you can tell because let me tell you something, Tori. We've never recorded two episodes on one day. These these <laughs> these <laughs> okay, podcast well that- episodes are always fresh from the teat, fresh milk. Well, that's a complete lie. Now you're lying. Okay, but how <laughs> how can he tell? I think I don't know, but I want to ask him. Can I'm actually. Yeah, Tori, can you email us and tell us how you know? Look, we don't always. Like today, we're doing it the night of. This is Sunday night, folks, and we're doing it hot on the press. It's hot yeah, on the press. Yeah, we have to rush so this sometimes, to the So sometimes, I have to say, most of the time it is, on the, it is on the weekend that we're doing it. The reason why, look, I'm going to say, look, I said to you, we've got schedules. We're busy people. And sometimes we, can't, we might have something on the Saturday or Sunday. So we have to do two. And I just want to know how you know. Maybe he knows because um, I don't know. There's I always no way think, he can know. I, I always think, think I'm quite clever because sometimes I'm like last week and then I do a <laughs> Yeah, mate. See, that's what I was thinking. Maybe you telegraph it too much and he's like uh, <laughs> can uh. tell. But anyway, thanks, Tori. We love you. Um, we're going to get to some resentments from our dad, good old boy, David, who was on last week, was it? Yeah. He says, not a new one. How slow Ben is to get back to me sometimes. Oh, this is a recurring theme. And he says, although he is getting better. So that's that's nice. <laughs> um, ben, you, uh, we don't even have to go there. Yeah, there's another segment later on where we address this. So we'll, we'll ignore that Well, one I've addressed now. it numerous. And I'm actually still getting annoyed. It's like, it's honestly, it's like telegrams with you. You think messaging is like telegrams. It's like, it's like in a different country, you just get this letter from Ben going, okay, bye. Oh, okay, well, I got a gratitude action for you is that, I love how there's memes now about how rude it is to call people. Mm. I love that that's getting out there. Mm. And my only regret is that it hasn't really sunk into you yet because you still like to give the old call. Oh, I'm sorry because I want an answer the day that we're actually organising something and you won't write back. Okay. Well, you might have got me there, but you do ring me a little too much and you don't understand. For, For an anxious person, 
Man, I, oh, okay, this is so funny because I never call you. I called you today, but I don't call you that much. Yeah, but you call me more than any other person. No one else calls me. I don't like a call. Okay, fine. I'll never fucking call you. Oh, right, okay. okay. <laughs> Two, he says how you think both your parents are so technologically useless. While this must be based in truth, it is exaggerated and disrespectful. Ooh. Wow. Disrespectful. I mean... <sighs> Dad, to be fair, we did have to tell you how to listen to the podcast, I think. Yeah. I mean, look, I can see why I, I can tell when I get older it's going to annoy me a little bit, but I reckon I'm going to play up to the dumbness. Like my, I've got a friend who's 70 and she's, she's sharp as nails and she's so smart, but she, she, she um, feigns helplessness. Mm. So she's like, she'll be like, I don't know how to do it, but I know she knows how to do it. And I reckon I'm going to be like that. I'm going to fall into it. I'm either going to fall into it or I'm going to be really resentful about it. So I kind of see where he's coming from. But the thing about people that are older that really frustrates me is they're not, I'm not, I think mum and dad are quite technologically savvy. Like I think they're, they're not as good as us, obviously, because we grew up with it, but I think they are actually good. The thing that annoys me about... Um, people like them is that they they kind of don't have an awareness of how bad they are like yeah. it's like mum with the the phone like how when she takes a photo That's it's so like it's funny. always an issue I she can't it. point and snap it's like she's, oh, oh no. we said this about <laughs> old people with their their eyes as well like they yeah. have such specific a specific distance for where their <laughs> eyes work that mum has to hold the phone like a few inches away yeah. from her and then squint at it yeah, really yeah, hard. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. it can't be too close. It yeah. can't be too far away. And they get, their, so they get their, their glasses off their heads and they have to, yeah, it's funny. It's the, the, the photo thing really aggravates me because we'll be standing there for 20 minutes because apparently the, 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 for some reason the photo, the camera's not working. It never works when mum's taking a photo and yeah. it's blurry yeah, for some it's reason. It's just a complete coincidence. Yeah, all right, dad, look, we'll try and be more respectful about that. He said... You're saying that boomers have all the power while old white men do rule the world. Many middle-aged men are depressed and feeling powerless. They are not all confident and in control. That's very true. I'll take that on board. I think that's very right. But we were talking generally. Uh, I think we're pretty good at saying we generalise. Mm. Um, I think p- depends on the person. I think anyone can be powerless, no matter what you know race, gender they are. But I think I think that's a good insight because like we just like I just think all those guys that like comment on comment like snowflake on like the mm. Facebook posts and all that I I think of them as generally shitty people but maybe they're just like getting out their resentment for the fact that like, they can't get their dicks hard anymore and like mm. their wives left them so everyone's going through something although you know? I feel like if the stats men leave wives more than they they get um, a younger model more than the other way around. I think. All right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Why was that right? All right. Number four. How hard it is to organize a social event with you. Sometimes I feel very low on the social priority list. Ooh, oh, okay. Wow. That was really cut that me deep. Hit us really deep. Yeah, that cut me deep. That's the first time I read um, that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Sorry, Dad. <laughs> Look, Dad, and you know what? I actually contacted him after he sent that through because I was deeply distressed. Uh I contacted him and said, look, uh, and I got really sad. And I was like, dad, like, you're so sad, like, blah, blah, blah. And he was like, oh, I'm only joking. But, I, you know, I had a reflection about it. Yeah. And my reflection was this. Everyone's low on the, the social scale in my book. Oh, yeah, we can't see anyone. Yeah. Um, making a plan, like, and I'm sure, like, people would feel this way, like, with me, like, my friends or whatever. Like, it depends on how I am feeling mentally, like, if I'm in like an upswing in my mood, I'll be like it, it and a bit and making plans. But if I'm on a downswing, so it's kind of like, and also because I don't make many plans, if I have one plan in the week or two plans, it's kind of like, that's me, it, that's me done. Oh yeah. And so then if dad comes in and says, I want to catch up, I'm like, oh fuck. Uh. And so it's not really personal to him. Um, but I also have to admit family always kind of, you, I tend to go, oh yeah, well they're family. So, you know, I'll see them sometime. Um, but because it's so hard to see my friends, I sometimes, as in, I don't see my friends like for, I I don't see one of my, my best friends, like sometimes it will go like four or five months. Like it's really bad. Um, so yeah, everyone, it's kind of like that these days. And then sometimes when I'm like, oh shit, I haven't seen these friends. I can't see my family this week. And then it just gets too much. So I'm going to formally apologize for that. Yeah. I don't know if I'm going to apologize. Um, why Ben? 
I feel like well, I do feels pretty good. Sad about I feel it. pretty good. Well, I'm. Uh, yeah, I'll try and see you more, Dad. I'm sorry. I just I'm trying my best, you know. Um, okay, let's go to Instagram. We got a few a few people hit us up on Instagram, and this. But how do you pronounce her name? Anna or Anna? Anna. Anna. So he said, why do you resent us? And she said, because you have had the consistency to make 50 bloody episodes. That's amazing, and I can only dream of sticking to a passion project like that. So I'm jelly. That was really so nice. Thank you. That was really nice. Thank you. That was a, that was a, a backhanded insult because it was actually a compliment. So thank you. Um, and then, and then uh, old Andrew here says it's hard uh is this it's hard to resent you guys i love how you shed light on mental health Mm. if i had to dredge something up i think ben treats you a bit like he knows better when you're really equal and how you assume that we don't want to hear things you have oh no i had uh you assume that we don't want to hear things you have to say like you'll be i was going to say this but now it seems dumb believe in yourself your content is great all around I really liked that end part because I know that I definitely do that a lot and it, it is it is a lack of confidence and it is yeah. a feeling like while I'm saying something and I do this socially as well. Like I don't know if anyone else has this, but while I'm saying something, I'm critiquing what I'm saying as I'm saying it. So I'm like, what I'm saying in my head, my inner monologue's like, what I'm saying is stupid, fuck, 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 stop talking, stop talking. And I have that on the pod as well. Um, and I think that's really annoying, like an annoying insecurity that people will probably notice. No, I think I I reckon like it's a good filter to have because we're doing this podcast like we don't really know if anything any of this stuff is interesting. Mm. Like we're just talking about basic shit that happens in our lives, and so we do have to have some sort of a filter. And like I'm sorry that that happens like in real time in front of you. Like that can be annoying, but um I think it's good. Like even in social situations, I think people should be more aware of like just boring other people because <laughs> that happens sometimes yeah i bore everyone um what i didn't ab- mean you oh. <laughs> <laughs> what about what about the other thing that he said that you were mean to me he said um he said i i think he said i act like i know better um what was his yeah he said that he here? that you act like i know better but we're actually equal yeah um look i don't know what to say andrew i've I got an attitude problem uh i don't know how to help it um I'm working on it like I'm working on all things. Um, but look, if it sounds like I think I know better, it's probably because I, I, I do think I know better. Um, well, I got a resentment from Baz in that actually touches on that. And he thinks that we both do it. And he thinks it's a typical sibling thing um, that you kind of swap superiority complexes. Oh, okay. That's an yeah. interesting insight. Because I think that you, I do think you do it with me. Okay. But then well, you we don't need to. No, but but then you do it, you think I do it with you. So I'm just saying like we, you think that I tell you that I know better. The one fun thing that really pissed me off was earlier in this year how you said I was mansplaining to you. And that really annoys me because it's like it's mansplaining is a thing, it does exist, but I think in some situations like people can ju- if I was being condescending I can just be condescending without it being a gender thing. Like, I don't think gender had anything to do with it in that situation. Yeah, but how do you separate the two when you are a man? Because mansplaining isn't whenever a man is condescending mm. to a woman. It's when a man thinks a woman is knows less because she is a woman. Mm. And, I, and I think that was a pretty extreme thing for you to accuse yeah, me of. Yeah, but I'm no, but you, the, the, it's like, this is the thing is people say things without thinking. Like I didn't really think of it through. I think I meant, and I mean this in other ways, is like sometimes people, when someone talks to me, like it's not even that, it's not a woman, it's that I, that they know better and that I don't know nothing. Yeah. I don't know anything. And that's what annoys me. And that's, that was my issue with you. Um, is and it's not something I know you do do co- you do I know you don't do it consciously, mm. but sometimes and I'm not saying you even just you, but sometimes people will explain something to me or say give me advice and say I think you really should do this and it's like the way that it's said is in a way that makes me feel like I don't know anything and um, that I'm the inferior one and oh, okay. that I don't like that and that's an issue that I have with a few people. Um, and I have had it with you. And I think it's a sibling thing, as Baz said. I think it's a sibling thing. I think I have times when I 
talk, be do the big sister thing with you and I probably piss you off and mm. then you have times that you are. And it's also a creative project thing. Like I know Tristan told me that working with his brother, he became a little bit like controlling and it's just that's the way that it is when you work with family. Yeah, and I think like we're both very opinionated people and so it's 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 easy to to get to that stage of being quite aggressive with your opinions and mm. that's opinionated people are pretty used to that but if you do it all the time there's going to be sometimes when the people are feeling sensitive or yeah and it's the way you say far. it like sometimes when you're passionate about something or you care really amount about something like I've been guilty of this in my past like I used to say to my friends like give them unsolicited advice and it oh, was yeah. like I didn't realize that that was so annoying and and really condescending and 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 not really showing up for them and just listening to them and um I definitely try and not give people advice now. I just try and be there for them and if they want a suggestion from me or they want they want me to give them a recommendation of something I will but I try and not say you should do this you should do that because it does come across in a kind of bad way yeah advice sucks i think um i've got an email from tristan um tristan was actually meant to be here tonight but again this 50th episode really just it we just couldn't get it together um because of my illness and my cancellations tristan we couldn't match it up with tristan's work schedule but he's emailed us in um he's got a few this is the first one Hi. Well, this is what he says. Hi. In an ideal world, I would have been there in person to present my long list of equally long repressed resentments to you. But as we all know, the world is not an ideal place. Far from it, in fact. And so I must settle with sending in the most pressing of my resentments by email. Ben, quick question. Do you know how water bottles work? Specifically, what purpose the lid of a water bottle serves? I only ask because it seems Naomi is unfamiliar with the customer screwing the lid back onto the water bottle when not in the act of drinking from it. I thought maybe this was some sort of family tradition where you were brought up to live life on the edge, surrounded by uncapped bottles of water with dangerously high centres of gravity. If this is the case, I'll accept it as a cultural quirk and do my best not to let Naomi's reckless ways cause me such emotional anguish. Otherwise, Naomi, I must ask you, please review the way you use your water bottle. I live in a constant fear of either one of us, probably you, knocking the bottle off its axis, sending liquid cascading through the house and soaking the piles of important legal documents and rice cakes, which, as you know, I keep stacked everywhere and hold so dear to my heart. Thanks for letting me vent and keep up the good work. Regards, Naomi's housemate. Well, that was a wordy email, Tristan. Um, Tristan is verbose. I say, you know what I think this is from? It's from living alone. Because I do the same thing, and I think it's because you don't you don't really have to worry about knocking things over as much when you know where it is. Mm. So sometimes I'll just put the the top of the water bottle on, um, just because it's easier, and I'm lazy, um, and there's no one around that could potentially knock it over. So you know what? I don't even think it's that bad, Tristan. I think you need to settle down, mate. You need to buckle up. You need to buckle uh, up. Well, the reason thing. he's so annoyed is that it has fallen over and water has just gone everywhere. I'd say at least five times. Yeah. Um, and it's been me that's knocked it over. So we've had to get a towel out to soak it all up. Well, he should just stop helping you. That's what I think the problem mm. is. It's your fault. You've got to deal with it, mate. Mm. Um, but it's, anyways, he got any other yeah, thing? Yeah, he's got some more. Um, he sent me a small list. Naomi, the small junk pile you've created in the corner of the office, moving it from under the desk into the middle of the room isn't cleaning it up. Yeah. Um, what do I have to say to that? My uh, piles of things around the house, I think Tristan really resents and he's repressed it. Um, I, it is an issue. Um, and... <laughs> Yeah, I did just move it from under my desk. I wanted it away from my desk because it was making me anxious under there because I have all these like random like little sheets of paper. You know those shits like scripts or I don't know, just fucking bullshit, like files of stuff that I can't really throw out but I need and then it was kind of annoying me. And so then I like, had this anxiety attack and I got it from under the desk because I felt like under the desk was like getting piled and I put it in the middle of the room to organise. But I couldn't quite get the gusto to organise it. Um so, yeah. yeah, and then it just kind of sat there. But oh, I, I, back. Don't, I don't think we should really go into the the underbelly of the regime that you run in this oh household. Oh, my God. I don't write. That's not a regime. That's fucking anarchy. 
Yeah, but it kind of goes back to the thing of that it's okay for you to have mess, but not for Tristan <laughs> to have mess. And it's just general. What? No, I don't, I don't general let Tristan have mess. <laughs> General Tristan. kind of dictatorship style I don't have that you a have in this house. I don't. Okay, I'm going to move on. Uh, <laughs> the lead pillow. The le- I don't know what. The lead pillow that attacks me in the night. Okay. I don't know what the lead. I think yeah, that's a missed thing. What happens is I, Tristan, he doesn't, he doesn't cuddle me in the night. Okay. So I don't have anyone cuddling me in the night. That's one of the perks of a relationship and I don't get the bloody perk. All right. No perk. Uh, no perk. Uh, so... I've developed a habit of hugging a pillow. Yeah, So fair I enough. have my pillow I sleep on and then I hug a pillow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but what happens in the night is I, I roll over with the pillow and then just kind of like dump it on him in my sleep. So he wakes up and he has this big pillow in front of him, on top of him, and it happens like every night. Is that like kind of a, a hazard? Like a suffocation <laughs> has it? I don't know, but he really pisses him off and I don't know what to do. Yeah, fair enough. I think you gotta you gotta work. But my out my that. thing is is that he doesn't hug me, so fuck him. Uh Ben, you're oh, this is for you. You're an old man before me. And then I said to him, I don't know what you mean by this. Yeah. And he says Um he says, Ben already got the glasses with the thing that goes around his neck so he doesn't lose them. He dresses in middle-aged man chic and I could imagine him reading the paper in the morning and tutting disapprovingly at our country's immigration policy. It's my dream to be a cantankerous old man and he's beating me to it. Um, look, you can have it, Tristan, because I, I really... If we, if we could swap, like I would love the, the verve and... Vivacity, which <laughs> <laughs> Tristan goes about life. He doesn't feel like, like he's that just, right he now. just toddles around. Um, so and yeah, I think yeah, I do live like an old man. Um, but I, it's funny that he, he, uh, he covets that because I don't feel particularly good about it. Don't you? But, you say that you like you don't you like dressing like a middle aged man. I don't feel like I dress like a middle aged man. Sarah was saying I dress like a slob. No, but you like you have. I think you've told me before that you wanted to like that dad, that dad kind of uh, look. Yeah, I guess I like that look. I don't know. I just I feel weird. I, I feel self conscious about the fact that I'm such a kind of old soul. No, but people, that's what people love about you because you're wise and gentle and and but you kind of got that like I don't know annoyed at the world thing. Yeah, but I don't like that. You don't like it. No. But you, What's funny about you is you're as fickle as me because I swear to God, a few weeks ago you were saying like you love you loved being like that. Yeah, but this is this is just who we are. We're never going to be happy with who we are. Yeah, well, we're always Trist- going to find a Tristan problem. Tristan really wants to. Um, Tristan really wants to be. That's like his dream. All right, the next one: bringing secret toilet smut into my house. Oh yeah. What do you mean? What? what? I don't get that. He the penthouse. Oh, the oh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, the penthouse, yeah. He was actually really. He, do you know what? He was actually like pissed off about that. He said to me like, he goes, like after you left, he was like, why did Ben bring that in? And I was like, I don't know. It's funny. And he was like, mm. what do you think it was? Was it like a hygiene thing? Yeah, I think it was because he's actually got like an OCD hygiene issue. Man, I'm sorry. Yeah, so that's really Resento 101. Yeah. He's got a lot. He's got a long list. Yeah, Where's yeah, yeah. your podcast, Tristan? Um, we've got a one from Andrew, but not the Andrew that sent. This is a different Andrew. Andrew came up to me one day and said, I don't understand. Your podcasts say that they're 33 minutes, say, but it's taking me an hour to listen to them. What's going on? And I said, I don't understand what you mean, Andrew. They're 33 minutes long because I listen to them in my car, but they're an hour, but it says the time's different. I don't understand. So he was perplexed for a while um, and he, I think he stopped watching them because they, they took too long. You know, a month later he comes in and says, I, I, I've solved the problem. I've realised that I've been listening to it at half speed. Oh my God. <laughs> so the only reason that he said they were just really slow. I didn't realise that you guys spoke too slow. 
Wouldn't our voices be like really low as yeah, well? Yeah, it was really weird. But but the reason he found out was because he started listening to another podcast and it was like really slow and he was like, and then he Googled it and he goes, podcast going too slow. <laughs> and he found out. He's talking about tech savvy. Bless him. Um, I got it. I got some emails from the intern. Oh, yeah. Some some separation resentments. Um, apparently, I'm also anti-Australian because I hate the word... Uh, I hate when people say old mate. Oh yeah, I don't like that either. Yeah, I hate I hate I hate this I hate douchey like kind of um cringy uh slang. Yeah. I'm not into that. Also she says I'm the worst backseat driver ever. I think it's a pretty normal trait. You got to be um you got to make sure people are being safe, you know. I don't know if you've been backseat driver with me though. Yeah, no, I kind of just let you do your thing because you're already stressed out enough. <laughs> um, but I think if we're out of these things... Have we got any more? No, I think that's it now. All right, well, uh, we've we've got a bit of a segment coming up for you guys. Um, Sarah and Ben, one of our biggest fans, Sarah and Ben, caught up. And they kind of did a mini pod, really. And... Um, some really cool they, they spoke about some it got pretty got pretty heated this pod um and i've had a listen to it and i i have to say before we go on sarah sounds very attractive and hot she has the hottest voice i've ever heard in my life yeah it's a good thing she sounds that way mm, well i'm we'll <laughs> no, just kidding <laughs> well we actually go th- you actually go through the stuff with her about how you're a bully in the pod yeah. or in the segment. So this is, guys, this is Sarah, um, Sarah and Ben having a chat and um, Sarah Sarah airs her resentments to uh, our friend Ben. All right, have a listen. I, I just, it's just weird sitting here. I can't quite look at you when we do this. I didn't ha- realise how strange it is. So I'm gonna Pressure's show. on. Do you and Naomi always look at each other? When you We've do never made eye contact <laughs> in our lives. <laughs> Uh, no, I look good, feel good. I feel good about being here and I look yeah. great. So do yeah. you want to get just jump, jump straight in? You just don't go want, in. You I don't, I don't want to know how you are. I just want the resentment. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> so the first resentment I have against Ben, um, oh, I took shit. a collection actually because I have a lot. Oh my God, this is going to be brutal. I took a collection from from some good friends. Yeah. Um, the first one is uh, one that a lot of people have experienced. Um, this is from my old housemate, and she hates it. Is you're pinching when you pinch people, or you used to pinch Oh, people. Hannah. <laughs> oh, shout out to Hannah. Um, <laughs> she doesn't listen to this. Oh, okay. Thanks, Hannah. <laughs> um, look, the pinching thing, I understand. People have done it back to me, and I understand how annoying it is. It is annoying. But you know what? There's not enough physical affection in this world <laughs> Sarah hates I don't think that's why you Sarah do hates though. affection no I do it to I do it to create a connection no, you know and we need more of that is there anything we need more of is connection between one another I think why you do it is to get attention and I think and I genuinely well think those two are connected oh, in a good way Really. And what's wrong with getting attention? Maybe well, you don't give it's me. In a negative oh, way. here's I got some resentment back at you. <laughs> no, this isn't how it works. No, no, no. You, you are one of the many people that complained about me not texting back enough. In the last few months, you have been a shocker. You never reply anymore. I thought there was some kind of like thing. You had some kind of thing against me. There was some kind of feud I didn't know about. Well, that's just your anxious mind. Yeah, I yeah. Mean, I'm really paranoid like at the moment. That's just. But uh, why haven't you been replying though? This is not. About me not reply, and I always reply to you. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, after like a up, week now. If I pulled up our conversations, it would be mostly me messaging you, and then you choose what you want to respond to. Yeah, there's a bit of truth in that. Anyways, right. it doesn't matter. So the pinching thing was a big one, and okay. it's also just like it's a it's a bloody attention grabbing gimmick, is what it is, and I hate it. But <laughs> oh, it's a to gimmick. be fair, you don't do it as much now, but maybe that's just because Hannah's not around. But it is like you pinch so hard it's ridiculous i'm a good pincher it's not a thing to be proud of it's not a bragging point to be a good pincher uh the next one was something that really pissed me off was um when i went to melbourne to go see our good friend oliver Ah, um, and you called me a cheapskate because I wanted to get the red eye fly. And you, you had are, this weird thing. This is so true. Cheap. This is so true. I hate cheapness. Th- it's not 
Sarah's one of those cheap, people. Man. Like when we went to Japan, oh, like, this is ridiculous. Oh this God. this is this will show you how cheap you are. When we went to Japan, now I don't know if everyone knows when you when you go to Japan and you go to like hostels and stuff. They don't. They don't really have normal beds. They have what are those beds they're called? They have bunk beds. I don't know what you're saying. No, those um, they're like along the floor and they're like not proper mattresses. I don't know what you mean. They're like <laughs> in Japan, they don't really use um real beds. I'm not sure what they're called. So already you got that to deal with, and then Sarah and then <laughs> Sarah. Every hostel we went to, she was like. I will not get a hostel that's over thirty dollars. Thirty dollars, people. Thirty Australian. Now, if that isn't cheap, I don't know what is. But then, and this, and this really shows where her priorities are. When we're when we're out on the town, she will spare no expense to get as drunk and as fed as possible. That was like a snack tour of the Oriental. Like, <laughs> I don't understand that because that's me spending money. And enjoying myself because I'm on holiday. So why are you judging but you me? You always being... do this shit. The red eye. The red eye is just another the one. The red eye was you... just so cheap. I don't understand why you wouldn't do it. And you get in early in the morning. You can have a two-hour nap, and then you go straight into the town. It's just your your attitude to life is so it... is so oh, against ben, mine. I just this think the other thing. It's so fucking rich that you call me cheap when you give up every pleasure in life because you're just like oh i don't want to drive a car oh, I don't no that's be because friend. i'm i'm monk like no I it's a, not i live you a very spiritual that. existence you use that as a front but really you're just like i'm just a cheap bastard that's what you are you're no cheap. um no i've got stuff i've actually got like a toaster and stuff at my mum's house and i won't get it because i, I just want to live a minimalist life i just don't fucking believe you i just don't and yet i just bought a ps4 so look everyone has contradictions i can i contain multitudes but here's my other thing is that it's it's not just the red eye flights it's the every time when i was like oh let's go byo and you're like BYO, oh, I just hate like, it's such a fucking cheapskate move blah 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 and it's like oh my god it's like fun and it's okay. good well here's the thing with the byo i i don't know i think some things with me it's like you, you would say this i can be a bit of a snob Yes. And I, I'll admit to <laughs> yes. that. The thing about the BYO is we've never actually been to that restaurant together. But in my mind, the whole thing is like, so we were going to the city for drinks. So we're already going to drink. So we don't need yeah. BYO. <laughs> or if we were doing pre's, we could do it at someone's house. You want to go to a restaurant in the city. You can go anywhere. There's so much good food in the city. You want to go to this one shitty Italian <gasps> restaurant. Excuse me. It's not Italian. What it's is Asian. it? It's an Asian restaurant. Is it even good? Or it's you just so want to go for BYO? BYO. BYO. <laughs> I don't know why. you. Don't. That's the thing is that you say all this shit. And it's not even just one BYO restaurant. There's so many good BYO restaurants. And you don't want to go to any of them because you're like, I can't be thought of as cheap. Cheap. When it's just like it's good food, you can get your own drinks. You don't have to worry about food and drinks. You don't have to pay for both. You just pay See, for one, basically. Like it's not actually about the restaurant. <laughs> it's about you. It's about when you say, "Let's you you say it in that real Sarah Bogan way of just being like, all oh, this let's go. You have a couple of bottles of wine at the BYO restaurant. I just picture you just drinking wine straight from the bottle at a restaurant. I'm just like, I don't want to be seen with you. You're so. <laughs> You just lack class, is what it is. Ben, I walk with you through Mount Lawley when you wear track pants. Tra- now there's nothing wrong that with track pants. Is there is nothing wrong with track pants. Class to no. a T. You go out in those track pants so much. Those what, purple, the purple ones? ones? They're sick. Oh, They're vintage. Ben, uh, they cost me twenty five dollars from Good Sammy's. They they were You bought twenty five dollars yeah, yeah, yeah. for secondhand clothes. Yeah. That is disgusting. They were in that retro one. The retro good Sammies. Anyway, regardless, I stand by it. Resentment is the... Are we only up yeah. to number two? <laughs> we're only up to number two. So uh, this is one that is from everybody else as well. Um, when you disappear off the face of the earth and just stop responding. <laughs> oh, yeah. We got that from a yes. few different sources. Um. Yeah, I mean, it's a real common trait and I get it. You know, mm. depression. Ugh, what are you going to do, right? But it's also just like... Yeah, no, I think it's really important with like depression and stuff to not blame everything on depression. Yeah, because I then think you just because yeah. you're just enabling it. So like, oh. sometimes it is depression, but often it's like exhaustion. Like it's like I find work really exhausting, and I'm not good at going to bed on time because I'm a bad person, and um, <laughs> and I get like five hours sleep. So then, 
by the time so when I wake up in the morning I'm like a zombie and then on my lunch break I'm a zombie and then after work I'm a zombie and I just go to bed um, and I just I just forget about replying for like weeks on end I mean, I just can't imagine that. But I understand it's just... a character flaw, but you, I mean, you can't talk. You you are so bad. <laughs> to go back to that, I'm sorry, but it's true that you you don't really reply anymore, so you can't really speak. I have to open this right now because I really don't believe that that's true. I'm fairly sure I've been quite consistent with my responses to you. And, you know, I've sent you just like fun little voice messages. The voice messages. The voice are messages are great. You've got to do apart. that. Yeah, they're very, very good. But um, no, I've actually been very good. I don't know what you're saying. It's not timely enough. It used to In be I could, <laughs> I could text you whenever I wanted after like six months of not talking to you and you'd reply within an hour. I don't and you, I like our relationship <laughs> that way. <laughs> I don't think you would ever do six months without talking to me. Also, I don't think we were close for that amount of time to... Well, we've been uh, close for years. Just okay. Anyway. Um, what was I going to say about that? Especially with you not texting. Yeah, that was one from Oliver as well. Oliver was like, oh, you know, he just never responds. And I was like, that's a classic. But actually on your thing, Gabe was saying to me, he was like, you never respond ever. You just don't ever respond to people. And I was like, that's just crazy. I respond to everybody. But you're right. You know what? Now that I'm thinking about it, yeah. Well, you don't. Yeah, sometimes I just don't respond for a couple of days. It's hard, man. It's really hard. But, you know, look, this is going to sound real braggy. But I have a lot of people who message me, so... Yeah. It's exhausting. Sarah's you know? really one of those people, and I don't know how there are still people like this at our age. It's going to be really nice. She, um, she, went, she finished uni, mm. went to Bali for five days, then went on prac, and then after prac, she's busy with social things until Christmas. Busy Miss Lizzie. So you haven't had a real day off since, like, October or something. No, and even then I was at uni. And but how do you... Because, I mean, part of it... We don't want to go too deep into your psychological <laughs> problems, of which there are many. Okay. But um, one of them is that you're a people pleaser. Yeah, 100%. But, um, but there must be a big a big part of you that just likes doing this as much stuff. But like, that's... It's extra... Like, being an extrovert. Yeah. I get energised by other people. If I'm by myself, I get, like... Well, crippling anxiety well you've said many times you're an extrovert or introvert well i am like i like to be but the thing is it has to it has to satisfy that balance like i can say that when i am you know being being that as best i can i guess so like i'll go out and i'll do other things that i want to do on the weekend but then during the week i'm like oh, i'd like to just go like i get home cook my dinner go to my room or like just sit on the couch and watch tv by myself yeah that's true like, but I then feel like i don't have that the the weekday going out is brutal. Oh, it's awful. When so you got Christmas work the next day. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't even really want to come here tonight, but I was like, then it's going to give you so much shit. Oh, I didn't days. want you. I was playing video games. I was happy. I got a PS4. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. You had it. <laughs> All right, go into the thing. <laughs> go into what thing? The, the next, next thing? thing. Okay. Um, oh, okay. My other thing is um, the conversation me and Ben had at Mary Street Bakery. Um about I don't know why I had to mention the place that we had the conversation at, but it was uh, where you said boys and girls can't live together <laughs> because they'll end up having sex. No, you yes. mis- no, no. you misrepresenting it. There was a lot of uh, there was a lot of qualification that went into that. No, okay. Right? Basically, mental argument. He was just like, you can't really ever live with someone of the opposite sex who you've thought about hooking up with yeah, and not have see? sex with them, but. But here's the thing is that I kind of left that. I, I argued a lot and then at the end I left and I was like, wow, Ben's so right. And that's the annoying thing about you is that you're very good at arguing and you're very good at – you should – you just it's always manipulative if there was some malicious intent, which there's not. But it's just like I left and I was like, wow, like that's really valid what Ben's saying. And then I went home and I spoke to um one of my other housemates and she was like, what the fuck is he talking about? I was like – Oh, they didn't agree. No. I haven't met which housemate was agreed. that? Uh, actually, both of them. Oh, really? I'm, sure, I'm pretty sure I spoke to Hannah about it. And DJ said, same. What? So what did they say? What was their reasoning? Well, I mean, look, you don't have to act on it. And this thing, boys are not fucking animals. Like, you played off like boys are animals. No, no, no. I, no, this is why, how you try to twist it. It's just that it's not that boys are animals. It's just that um, a lot of people, not boys, <laughs> not girls, all right? Or in between. Um they they have bad like what would you call it like bad impulse control and they can't like picture what's going to happen in the future when they act so my my scenario was 
if one of the people that you're living with is attracted to you and then one night you get really drunk and so you're just like, fuck it, let's do whatever. And and they're not going to, even though they're the sober one, they're not going to say no to it because no, we just, see, as just people... I just don't believe that. And the thing is, the older you get, the better your impulse control is. And you get to that stage where you're just like, well, I'm not going to fuck something like that up. That's fu-. Like, I'm not a teenager. I'm not a horny teenager who's just like, I can't wait to do whatever the hell I want. Like, if that happened, it would literally just be, okay, you're really drunk. Maybe this is from a girl's perspective. If the guy was really drunk, there's no way the girl's just going to be like... Oh, okay. Yeah, no, I think I think maybe you won me over on that. I I think there's some there's some people that I could live with that no, but that's not true actually, because <laughs> I wouldn't be attracted to them in the first place. I think if you're a certain amount of attracted to someone, there's there's always gonna be a situation where it's like if that's on the table, I'm picking it up. You know what I mean? That's because you're a fucking pervert. It's what you. Are. Why do you always call me a pervert? <laughs> it's, a, it's just a great word to use. <laughs> No, I don't know. I think I feel like I could live with someone who I'm attracted to and still not have sex with them. You're, this That's is coming from a person statement. who... certain people where <laughs> we would always see them and then after we see them, you're just like, oh my God, he's just so brutally hot. I just can't handle Wait, it. who are you talking about? I don't really know. <laughs> but you've like, done it. You've done like, it to people. Who do we have mutually? Yeah, but like people that we know. Like back like, in the day. Oh, God. Yeah, there'd was, be people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't yeah, think I ever yeah. used the phrase brutally harsh. Yeah, like it was like, br- yeah, brutally. I, I don't think that's the word. I like that. you, you used to be even more of a horn dog back in the day than you are now. I don't even think. Maybe the thing is, I don't think I was actually that much of a horn dog. I just think that this is a normal level of sexuality. This is what I believe. And what, I have a lot of your friends. Level? My your level? level. My level. My level. so funny. Your level is the normal level. <laughs> I think it is a normal yeah, level. Yeah, yeah. I think, oh, do you know what? I think it's a normal level for me and for a lot of people. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say it. Jen, I think it's a normal level for Jen. So, and... There you go. She's wow, you really, you really just naming names right now. Wait, so but what do you think is the average... Like, if you had to quantify it, say you're in, like, a good relationship, you're seeing each other a fair few amount of times a week, how, how often would you say you'd have sex? I mean, every time you see that person. But this is but this is the thing. It's, what if you're living with them? How? Oh God! If you're living with them, I don't know. Three times a week, four times a week. I don't know. Yeah, I'm see, not I sure. would say that is normal. Yeah. But uh, but if it's normal for you, it doesn't matter. It's it's all relative. Normal you know? for you. What does that even There's, mean? Is it? Re- it's just relative to the people. Like some people, I have a friend who's just like she's not a very sexually charged person, and she's just like luckily she doesn't listen to this because I don't yeah, think who probably, are these people? This Let's, is um, uh, you've actually met this person. It's not anybody in Perth, I should say. So. Oh okay. But um, yeah, she's just like, I don't know, me and so-and-so just don't really have that in our relationship. Like they have sex and it's nice, but it's not like the focal point of their entire relationship. See, I feel like, I have a weird thing where I feel like, I feel like I'm similar to you. Don't like say that. That, <laughs> that normal, uh, however you define normal. But like I have this other thing where I feel like if I was in like a sexless relationship, I could adapt to that really easily. Like I think I'm a good mm. sex camel because... <laughs> because um, <laughs> Because it's so easy to just let yourself become gross and just don't even think about sex anymore. Um, because I I did that when I was single for like about a year. Like I just didn't even think about sex. And it's, yeah. it's just easy to like just be like, oh, I guess, you know, I had a good one there, but I guess I'm just not ever going to have sex ever again. That's right. Wow, that just took so... That is not where I thought this would go. I think, um, I think you're not unique in the sense that like you're not... You're just not unique. I think... Everybody's kind of like that where if you don't have sex for a little while, you kind of just forget about it. Like, yeah, like it's a base pleasure, sure. But if you haven't had it for a few months, you're like, well, I don't really miss it because I can't really remember what it's like to be touched. So. And it's it's like Pringles. Like the more you have it, the more you want it. <laughs> that's exactly what I feel like. Pringles. So. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Anyway. Okay. So good. next. That's pretty good. Save yeah. that for later. Workshop <laughs> it. Um, yeah. So, you know, boys can't control base urges, but they can. Um Okay, this is from Jen. Um, She said she is... Let me just actually pull up the message. Uh, You tell Ben I resent him saying I don't listen anymore because I listen every fucking week religiously. I look forward to it every Monday on my bus ride to work and then the week before last I got personal... a personal Disney attack out of nowhere, yeah. which I heard and I laughed so much because as soon as you said it and you're like, you know, there's people who just like always go on about Disney and I immediately was like, ah, oh, Jen. Yeah, but like, it's not too much. Way, because I love Disney too and a lot of our friends love Disney. Yeah, I don't know. There's something There's something a bit weird about it. It's like those people that, those furries, those people that dress up in those furry costumes. Who are they? What are they? I don't know. But um, I think there's something abnormal about it. <laughs> 
I'm mean. just joking. I'm just joking. Maybe you do things that Jan thinks is abnormal. Oh, I probably do plenty of things. I mean, you just call me a pervert. Oh, I, you are a really pervert. You lock yourself away in this hot room. Yeah, yeah. There's it's no so airflow in here. In here so. There's no airflow. Um, but uh, yeah, look, thanks for still listening to the podcast, Jen. But you gotta, you got to stay in contact with us, you know? you got to send us emails. Um, that's the problem. Otherwise, we don't know you're there. Yeah, so Jen, it's basically your fault that he yeah, said yeah, this. Yeah, that's yeah, what he's yeah. saying to you right now. Yeah. Um, let me have a look. There was old mate Coatsy. Um... What else did he say? Oh, he said Ben sometimes gets shitty about people not seeing movies with him. <laughs> but he doesn't say yes when you ask him. And I and I was wondering what this is about because it's a weird thing to say. Apparently one time when you guys were living together, um, he asked if you wanted to go see a movie and you're like, nah, man, I don't want to. And you stayed in your room or whatever. And then Ben, uh, Oliver went to see it without you. And then when he came home, you got really upset at him. <laughs> I feel like that's... <laughs> That's probably a very... I don't remember. I feel like that's probably a very distorted version. <laughs> I mean, look, that's probably not the correct story because I probably wasn't listening, but... Um, oh, I'm trying to remember what that was. I think... See, Oliver, like... Here's the problem with Oliver. <laughs> is he... Is he, like, makes... He makes, like, things in his head about how... Like, so, if we agreed... We, we, we probably agreed to see a movie together... And then he was like, one time he would have been like, oh, do you want to go see that movie now? And I would have said, oh, no, I don't feel like it right now. Then in his mind, he decided, oh, he doesn't want to see that movie with me anymore. When really it's just I didn't want to see it at that time. That's the kind of shit that Oliver does. No, I'm going <laughs> to... I mean, that to me is a very black or white way of... And I, and I don't think that Oliver looks like that because I've been in a situation like that where... I don't know, I feel like... If someone said to me, I don't want to see this movie and I saw it without them, then I don't really give a shit what they want to do. If I said to you, Ben, I want to see this movie, you said, no, I don't want to. I wouldn't care if I saw the movie and then you got upset. It's because it's not your business what I've done. Like I can go ahead and do whatever the fuck I want now because I've offered that to you and you said no. So no, but, but no. I said, that's it for us. We're done. Like, no, no, no. I feel so like I it was Oliver's more complicated like, well, that's it. than that. Ben never wants to see this movie. Like, Yeah, no, that's what he thought. I don't know. Oliver sometimes, he's a shifty character. And I, and I think he's kind of distorted the facts here. <laughs> I love Oliver, but, you know, you can't trust the guy. Oh, that's um, cute. You said you love him. That's not... Oh, uh, well, that's not the part we have to... Uh, <laughs> all right, what other resentments do I have? I mean, that's kind of all I had, you know, because, um, I mean, there's a lot... And they're ongoing. <laughs> it's exhausting. And then we have these like weird fights where I just get like the whole, I'm still so, like your whole attitude sometimes, the way you say things. I'm like, was that necessary? Like what? You'll just be so mean. And it's just like, why? Why do you have to do that? You know? Well, like, so, I, this is a weird thing about you actually. Oh, yeah. Is that um, <laughs> this is not what you're like, you, you like, on, like how you present yourself is just like, um, man, I, I, like one time you'd be like, oh man, I can't wait to go down south so we can all bully each other. Like you always talk about us. Very funny. Us, us bullying each other and how much you like bullying. And then I say one mean thing to you and you're like, what the fuck, man? Like, why would you oh, even say that, dude? Oh, That's man. so true. It's thing. so true. Are you joking? You are so full of shit. You can be so hypersensitive sometimes. Like, no, it's exactly. But I, but I admit I've said many times before, I'm, I'm not as good at taking it as I am at dishing it out. Like, I admit that I'm a sensitive person, blah, blah, blah. But you admit none of that. You're like bully.com. And then if someone does it to you, you're like, dude, why would you even? Oh, absolutely untrue. What about if I've just hit a certain threshold? I'm sorry, just looking at a message. Okay. Don't fucking... Um, I mean, maybe I just hit a threshold with the amount of bullying that you give me. And maybe I, I was just tipped over the edge. And maybe... There's a line that you got to bloody, you know, tiptoe. Is that what they say? I don't know. What's the phrase? There's a line that you yeah, got to... Yeah, you can't cross the line. Yeah, and maybe you cross the line. I don't know. Maybe hey. it was just a really bad day. Maybe hey? I crossed the line. Um, but that was a... <laughs> it's a very... It's very it's very surprising to me. Like, it's not like I'm like... Like, going at you, going at you, going at you, and then, you, then it happens. It's like, just out of the blue, I'll say one thing to you, and you'll be like... Dude, what? <laughs> but maybe you should be like, that's awesome that Sarah can feel comfortable enough to call me out on it when something's upset her. Yeah. That's, because she can't always yeah. be, you know, easy breezy, good times gal, you know? Yeah. Well, <laughs> now I'm going to get into the sentimental part of the segment. This is where I say, you know, it's the end of the year. I've done the podcast for nearly a year now. Um, 
and I just want to say that I want to say thank you for <laughs> your part. Oh, me? Yeah. Oh, thank you. Thank you for being supportive of the show. You've always sent us emails. You've always given us constructive criticism, <laughs> compliments. Um, you'll very awkwardly bring up the podcast when we're with people that I don't know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, a plug is a plug. Um, so... Uh, I think we might end it there. Um, I just want to say one more thing, just so we don't uh, end it on a serious note, is that, you know, we're very good friends and, and I really like that friendship and I really, I really appreciate it. Um, but sometimes when people like external to us view us and they think that, um, they think there might be something more there, you know, there might be some feelings towards us or we might be in a relationship. And, um, and when they voice that, uh, your reaction is, Oh my God, gross. No, why would you even say that? Oh, never, never. And so I just wanted to say, um, you know, I, I might feel the same way that, you know, it's unnecessary that they look at us that way. Why can't we just be friends? But I just want to say, why do you feel the need to voice your disgust about the prospect? I don't recall ever having a reaction like that. You have such a big reaction. I think you've just made this up. No, you I have such you, a big reaction. Just, this is like the whole, I just don't understand what you're like, you oh, get never, this shit from. Never in a million years would I go there. Gross. Where get that shit out of here. Also, sorry, like I, I, I'm pretty, no, I don't know. I was going to just be really mean to myself, but I'm not going to do that. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't think I've nah, ever said you that. You do, you do. Um, when, to, about certain people? Is it about like, is it about like having sex with somebody? Is it about being friends with somebody what oh you this? don't say that about anyone you're no, saying like, when have i ever said that i don't remember no about me oh about you yeah, yeah, oh, so yeah. i only like, i was looking at my phone yeah 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 you really fucked like, up <laughs> and i feel really bad so what did you actually say oh my god <laughs> i just said because we're good friends uh-huh. some some people look at the way we get on and they think oh, there's something oh, more there so and your reaction though. is always oh. like oh my god i would never even like i'm a different species oh, or something i totally isn't no, no 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 i just find that really funny like when we were in japan and um me and ben did karaoke together naturally and we're just so good at it people really loved it yeah um and then this these like americans also, i don't they're probably australian i don't even know came up and they're like oh like are you guys a couple and i was like <laughs> because Ben is such a good friend of mine and it's just because there's just no sexual chemistry there. So that's why I just find it really funny. Yeah, I don't there's find it not, disgusting. but you have no, you have no like kind of filter for like, maybe I should, maybe it'd be offensive <laughs> to Ben to, to act like the prospect is laughable. It's very funny. <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, we'll leave it there. Thanks for coming on the podcast, Sarah. And um, uh, we, hopefully you'll come on again sometime. I'm really um, sad that I didn't get to meet Naomi, so I'm going to have to, I think, because that's the only reason I came here tonight. Yeah, well. Yeah, well. All right, Omi and Ben, back to you at the studio. I hate that. Well, well, well. A lot came out in that little uh, segment, didn't it? Oh, yeah. She was a bloody natural. Yeah, she's really good. She thought she was going to be really bad, like her wisdom teeth were hurting. Oh. And all this stuff And she's just Said no so many times To yeah. recording And I just keep asking her to do it And, and finally she came through Against her will Well I'm really devoted um, That I missed it We're going to have to have her Her come on next year Yeah, yeah I thought she Thanks was Sarah um, And I agree with uh, All of it um, I didn't know you were so Against BYO places Like this It's no, it's cool to get another perspective Because I learn things about about you like I mean obviously the messaging thing wasn't a surprise but yeah the BYO um I didn't realize that you were such a snob yeah I don't know what it is I think yeah I don't know maybe it's just probably Sarah that's all it is <laughs> um. <laughs> all right well thanks Sarah for making the time when your wisdom teeth were coming out um it was it was a very it was it looked it sounded like it was a really fun fun time and we we really value your contribution um but yeah we're gonna wrap this up um happy happy 50th to us and happy 50th to you guys thanks for sticking by us um we're gonna read out a little gratitude from um i think dad sent this because he felt bad when i got offended by the uh resentments that he he had sent in yeah but it's really like most things dad does it's really well written so thank you dad he says Hi, just thought I'd send you a gratitude list. I'm grateful that you talk so openly about your mental illness. It is heartbreaking for me. Hmm? Oh, sorry. 
<laughs> I don't think they're going to be able to hear that. So, um, Sorry, there was just like some ruster guy. Uh, I'm grateful that you talk so openly about your mental illness. It is heartbreaking for me, but I appreciate it and respect it so much. I'm grateful that you have such an ethical point of view that you look for the way to do right in the world and care for others. I am grateful that you accept people's differences. I am grateful that you want to live life on your own terms. I am grateful that you are so funny. I am grateful that you are wise beyond your years. Hmm. So thank you, Dad. That's so nice. That's very touching. Um. And um, yeah, we're we're grateful that um, it's been a a positive experience for you, Dad, and we hope it's been positive for everyone else. Apart from all the little resentments there, we hope mostly it's been a fun time and uh, we will uh, do it again next year. Yeah, we're going to be back in four weeks. Um, I think it's around the 18th of Jan. Yeah. Um, So you're going to have a little break from us. um, But yeah, we're looking forward to resenting things next year. Um, But yeah, have a very Merry Christmas or whatever holiday you celebrate or non-holiday or whatever you're doing in the next two weeks um and yeah we're really grateful that people actually listen to this um i was surprised we just did this for fun um and yeah it's nice that actually people enjoy it um yeah so we're gonna keep doing it and um yeah thanks for listening god bless bye